I maintain that that goes both ways because you've actually you've actually played more of the RPGs that we've uh, that we've recorded. I suppose in total time played. <laughs> yeah, in total time played, I'd say it's about even. Yeah, because Fantasy Star in one and two is probably fifty hours. Yeah, and I've I don't I've not spent that much time on. I the closest is probably like Illusion of Gaia or Terranigma. Mm-hmm. Well, those are both I have like... played Gaia, so that's that's right, sort right. of so that I would say. And Terranigma I had dabbled in here and there, but not not never finished. Yeah. Or did I finish it a long time ago? I don't even remember now. I feel like no. It's hard to remember because, frankly, the... Uh, I don't remember if I played it on a ROM now. Quite frankly... I, I watched you play all of it, so that's where my memories are now. So right, now everything's right. all foggy. <laughs> the the ending is honestly not that memorable. No, no. I mean, well, the and... actual... the the. Let me let me run that back. the The final boss of Terranigma, like that ending sequence, is kind of whatever. Yeah. The twist leading up to the ending, where it's like, "Hey, guess what? You've been working for the bad guys." Oh right, right, like, yeah. Like, turns out you're an agent of the literal devil. Like, that was a pretty big twist. That's a that's a memorable that's a memorable twist ending. But like, it's possible to get to that point and still not finish the game. So. That proves nothing. Well, and it wasn't a game that had like a strong impact on me for whatever reason. That's fair. So I have a hard time remembering what I've read because I don't remember if I played it or read about it because mm. I knew the story of the game Makes and I'm sense. having I, and I don't remember. I just I don't know. I can't remember today. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. You know what? It's that's understandable. <laughs> you know what else didn't make much of an impact? What's that? Elevator action returns. Oh yeah, I mean, it had some. It had the elevators. It had elevator action. It had, it had some escalator and action. action, and probably um, some returning. Uh, it definitely returned because the original game actually. I I didn't know this, but I when I was googling elevator action, um, uh, before the podcast, I I it was it was uh, apparently released on Switch in the last little bit. Was it really <laughs> the original one? Yeah. Huh. Oh, the original elevator action. Oh, oh, not returns. Yeah. Yeah, no. no, no, no. The, ele- the original elevator action is like I've seen that a bunch of times and I've played it a few times. And like it is pretty much just a uh I mean, I don't know, it's just it is a the first elevator, elevator action <laughs> elevator platformer, I guess. Yeah. You go up and down, you go up and down floors and traverse via elevators. And it's, you know, it's a fine little arcade game. Yeah, I mean that's sort of what the game is that we are playing today. I, I, you know, it's it's interesting. We don't play that many arcade games for for the podcast, and the one time that we did that I can think of, we played like four. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's there's what a good reason for that. The uh, the Outrun, Super Hang On, Space Harrier, and uh, Fantasy Zone. Yeah, basically Yakuza, and it was yep. just because I was playing a lot of Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I think. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's really reasonable because it's hard to talk about an arc a single arcade game for a long period of time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, like arcade games are not built to be six hour games. They're built to be like finished in like an hour at at most, because like how long do you want to stand in front of that machine? <laughs> or in some cases sit at that machine, but mostly stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're very much built to be like, okay, get in, get out, move on. And, you know, this, I, 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 I felt that here for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, you, we can, we can, we can, you want, you want, we can do it in reverse today if you want. No, it's fine. I'm just, I'm just like, that was my signal to you that like, I were, we're starting the, we're starting the podcast and <laughs> I want to at least, I want to at least like, you know, hint at what the game is that we're talking about later. Like give a give a little taste of initial of initial thoughts, but uh, okay, I was I wasn't sure because I only have a couple more sentences and then that's it. <laughs> that's understandable. Like no, no, I, I can kidding. I can almost guarantee that our conversation about the game will probably stretch on longer than the game did. Yeah, well, for for yes, and that's for not certain. even a that that's not even an insult on either side. It's just that's just a statement of fact. Like usually, we pick the game specifically because it's short. And I yeah. have good things to say about it. But before we do that, let's just do let's just actually have an introduction and say welcome to the retro breakdown. Hello. Hi, my name's Time Wanderer. You can find I'm... me at twitch.tv slash timewanderer or youtube.com slash timewanderer. Increasingly the YouTube one where I'm starting to produce original content. Yeah. Like like the like the games we're playing, or well, at least the last couple games we've played for the podcast. Yeah true well okay i, I guess technically... i'm not sure if elevator action returns is going to make it there because it is uh, so short but like i do have one it recorded, video so i do <laughs> i do intend to uh i do intend to make it a youtube thing i just haven't actually done it yet and it might be one of okay. those things where it's like oh yeah i need to do that and then i just never actually do yeah that's fine you know it, it happens but uh what? but at present i do still actually intend to put it on youtube but at the very least, Bob is up there, and I mean, that's... the most recent episodes of Rabbi Ribby are up there as well, that are uniquely uh, recorded for YouTube. That was the 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 bunny Metroidvania, Metroid... the yeah, Metroidvania bullet hell yeah. platformer. That's a lot yeah, of genres, but cool. it really is all of them. It's it's a fun game. Yeah, it the 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 gameplay looked fun. Um, I I it was one of those games when I was watching you play it where it'd be like, hmm. I'd almost be uncomfortable playing this in public. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> it's it is it is cloying in a lot of ways. Um, that's a that's a that's a word I've been using a lot more since I started playing it because it's like, oh boy, it's really going all in on the like the cute anime girl aesthetic mm -hmm. in a way that is like not altogether comfortable. Yeah, right, right, right. Like it's not it's, bad. It's, it's no, it, it's not like it's not really going all in on the uh, on the worst aspects of that particular culture. Like it's staying out of the, <laughs> it's staying out of the, um, how you would say, deliberately, <laughs> ob the deliberate objectification of children. Yes, God even saying that out loud is really uncomfortable. Yep. <laughs> but there are still enough 
flavors of it where it's like, no, 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 don't, no, no, I don't like that. No, nope, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> so I, I guess the the company that makes the 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 Sen Senran Kagura games, aha, uh-huh. um, they've been so Sony is not a they're they're like yeah you can't we don't we don't want these types of oh games yeah I on remember our that yeah anymore mm-hmm. um so I guess their newest one or one of their newer ones I think it's the same company it's the they they made some boat racing game uh, yeah and I was I was browsing through the the steam forms for some reason mm-hmm. on about that game okay. and the the comments are so funny because people are like they're sony's ruining the game this is this is awful like oh, how yeah. dare they and there's a part of me that was like oh that's too bad i wonder if like censorship's extreme yada yada, yada. And then someone posted yeah. a comment that's like you know all of these girls are supposed to be in high school pretty much mm-hmm. and maybe sony just doesn't want to promote animated child pornography or something and i was like huh I guess when you put it like that, it really kind of puts it in a different opinion. (laughs) I like, I will fully admit that I have had times in my life earlier in life, mind you, where like I would hear about like, oh, this was censored for the West. And I was like, oh, oh, me too. Like, sometimes I can't believe they would do that. And like, that's so that's so stupid. Yeah. But then like you actually really think about what's being censored and why. And it's like, no, that's. That, that's probably the right call. Yeah, so, sometimes it seems unnecessary, like, or sometimes maybe it's too extreme, but then you're thinking about the market, and you're like, fine, I understand that this is marketed a little differently sure, here sure. than there, and so so you kind of just suck it up, and you're, you know, it's no big yeah. deal. Uh, but then there's other times where you're, you know, you get defensive, and then you think about it, and you're like, oh, w- well, hmm. Yeah, what, you, <laughs> this... <laughs> what, what it brings you to realize is like, yeah, the marketing is different because in Japan, marketing the sexualization of girls in high school is a totally normalized thing that everyone's okay with. Yeah. And so, yeah, that should probably be changed. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, if not there, with like, you know. Yeah. At, at least here. Yeah. Like... You can't really, maybe you can't really like tell them what to do or, or affect what they're, you know, how they're going to handle their own affairs. But like the least we can do is be like, okay, yeah, maybe you don't need to be in a swimsuit. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Rabby Ribby has definite problematic elements that I'm doing my best to just kind of like, I don't, it's, I don't know. It's so difficult because the game is so fun. Right, right, it's right. It's so fun and it really is like, it's the only game that I know of that is quite what it is. That does all the things that it does. Yeah. Like it's it's really it's really unique and it's worth playing, but like, boy, I like that girl looks ten and give her some pants. <laughs> yeah, sweet Jesus. Please. <laughs> <laughs> like it oh. <laughs> So anyway, that's that's what I'm up to. <laughs> Rebby Ribby is one of those games like it, it falls into that mischief makers <laughs> it, it falls into that mischief makers category of like this is a fun game that I can't recommend to anyone <laughs> yeah. and not because it's a bad game <laughs> no it's got nothing to do with the actual gameplay right. it has nothing to do with how fun it is to play or anything like that <laughs> I mean everything about it aside from that is incredible yeah, because like, I, I the actual I, quality of the art is great. Mm-hmm. Like content, like content neutral. 
Oh yeah, of course. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's 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 the quality is good, the pixel art is good, the gameplay is good, the music is fantastic. Yeah. Um the like the actual like exploration elements are are like wonderful. The map is good, like the this the leveling and the the um the progression that you get yeah, like from all like the stuff that makes a, stuff, great. a fun metroidvania yeah it's it's all there it's all really good it's just you know it's just give these girls some pants and make them about five to ten years older yeah but that's you know that's not japan so well it's it's i guess i don't know where it came from but it's sort of funny because it, you you could have the exact same effect if, if they were that much older because you can still literally draw them almost the same yeah yeah you really could like and that's like the most part a lot of a lot of like apologists for for that type of content are like well you know it doesn't matter they're just drawn it's just like they're only they're only that age because they're because the game says they're that age which is where you get a lot of like we've clearly drawn an eight year old, but we say they're nineteen or you know more likely one thousand years old. Yeah, because then there, I was about to say then there then there's some ancient being that's been around right. forever. And then it's like then it's problematic because it's like well yeah you can just say that because you're not constrained by the rules of of like reality, but you're like everyone knows what you're doing. It's it's, it's the same type of mentality when people say they're just words or whatever and it's like well yes you're correct yeah. words don't directly hurt people you're right they they but, don't stab or shoot or blow anything up but, but at the they same have time power. they still have power otherwise the constitution is meaningless right well, i mean so you can't have it both ways right yeah exactly. you can't have words be all powerful and and uh, literally define a nation at, and at the same time be whoa. it's like oh it's just it's meaningless it's just, it's just joke, words bro. why are you so like why are you being so sensitive yeah it's like no it matters it matters it's like pick whichever one you want just stick with it I don't care yeah <laughs> now like if there's one thing that people are really really bad at it's um it's like consistency in like ideology <laughs> well basically it's 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 mostly about what I like is what I like and what you like is dumb. <laughs> right. And, that, and that's, that's what it comes down to. And then it's like, whichever, like whatever, uh, justification you can use to make that sound like honorable and reasonable is what sure. you will say in that moment. But if someone ever actually tries to use that against you, like then to use dumb. that same argument, it's like, no, you know, I don't accept that. It's like no, you're using it wrong, or yeah. you're just you're just sensitive, <laughs> and and really all it comes down to is like no, I just I just want to be right. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, the, the anything else is irrelevant. It doesn't actually matter what anyone's saying. Right. It's I like this, and I want to feel justified in liking this. So I will just come up with a, I will just come up with like some sort of rationale. It's like, no, it's not because I'm biased and I just want to like the thing without feeling bad. It's really just that I, you know, it's really just that this hastily thrown together argument that doesn't actually hold up and that I will absolutely turn on in a moment as soon as it doesn't serve me anymore. Correct. That's the real issue. Yes. But, you know. But, you know. People. 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 People are going to be people. So, uh, what's your, what's your week like? What's, uh, what are you up to? 
Uh, well, I played a little bit more Atelier. Yeah, I was hoping so. Um, I'm actually not... thinking about jumping back into the series on the game that I left off at. Like, oh, talking nice. to you has made me really want to play, so. Yeah, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. I think I, I think the age with lack of nostalgia is kind of hitting me a little bit. Yeah, In terms fair. of the, the clunkiness of the first game. And I don't mean that it's actually clunky. I just mean that because of the time limit, I want to be ultra optimized in everything that I'm doing, mm-hmm. right? Because that's just my nature to, to do the most that I can. Sure. Which then at some points I'm kind of like, I have 45 days left and I don't know what to do. Yeah. So then I become almost paralyzed with choice where it's like, hmm, I'm actually just going to save and play something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can <laughs> Which is stupid. That. Like, it actually makes no sense because I've completed that session. I have my 10 gold stars and now it's right. like, well, what should I do? Because I know I, I didn't look up. I have like a not a guide exactly but i looked up like events because i was like oh there's probably a, like a bunch of flags or whatever like event flags like that you can trigger to make certain things happen yeah there are and i looked at some of those and i was like oh christ there's a ton yeah there's um, a lot there's way like the thing is that's built for replay value so you are in no way expected to get all of them in one run right yeah that's that's what i realized because i didn't there's a new game plus which i didn't know about yes um, it's like oh okay so you're supposed to just play it and not worry about it yeah and then you, if you are like really it, supposed to just again. go through and just do what you do and not and worry I have a hard about time with that. I, I really liked, I'm the type of person that's, you know, if I can get it all in one playthrough, I like to try to. Yeah. Um, Same. Or... I play Persona games that way. Exactly. And like Persona exactly. games just barely allow you to like optimize everything want. into one, into one run. Yeah. Ever since Persona 4 Golden, mm-hmm. Persona 4 to an extent, but Golden and 5 really opened up the, and, and I think Royal even more so, the the ability to kind of you know, see everything that you want to see almost right, guaranteed. Right. Cause three was pretty tight. If you wanted to see everything, it was, yeah, very it was tight. Gonna be precise, but if you, so I, and I, then four was a little more lenient, but yeah, yeah. So, um, I've, I've kind of, you gotta of be, you gotta be real careful bit. with those. Uh, you gotta be real careful with those, um, rainy days. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the, the, the hardest part was in three was not scheduling. Cause three was my first, persona game i played it actually the first time i actually played through the game was with lachesia in 2016 i want to say mm-hmm. um so it was actually pretty recently that i got around to playing persona and i loved the game but when mm-hmm. i realized how much stuff we were going to miss we were kind of like oh man well let's just finish the game and watch the like youtube videos and we had like two hours of events to watch from all from all the various you know uh like rank 10 or whatever interactions from everybody like the final interactions yeah, between yeah. all the different um yeah because that's really the thing right like the the main game is great but like getting all of those um got to boost those social links up yeah the social link story like the actual stories behind like what's going on with those characters like that's what you want that's that's really what you want to see like that's the game right there yeah and when you totally want to see the awkward uh highest link where they're like hey let's let's date <laughs> yeah and then it's like, well, I'm dating like four people, so I hope this doesn't come back to bite me in the ass. Boy, some of those, um, <laughs> some of those dating links just like, they just kind of happen. And it's just like, all right, so nothing in this relationship up to this point is led up to this point. But <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what they, I, mean. I guess yeah. they just kind of decided that this needed to be a romance route. But yeah. boy, it sure didn't. Yeah, those are the ones that I was talking about where you're kind of like, well... Okay. Yep. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. 
I suppose this works. And those are just kind of fun to see, even though they're completely out of place. Yeah. But everything up to that point is almost always great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree um, with that. Like that seeing like every like every individual person's like they're all going through something, right? And they're all going through something that's kind of like relevant to the to the main theme of the game. Yes. So it all it all ties in in a very in a very interesting and satisfying way. Yeah. And I actually prefer the ones that don't lead to a uh I prefer the ones that don't lead to romance or actually yeah, like the ones like, that I just can like lead to, to romance. But then you, but then you're like, no, let's hey, just let's stay be friends. friends. Like yeah. those actually end up being, I, I, in my opinion, more interesting in most, in most cases. I think that's because I, I feel like they're probably supposed, they're sort of written with yeah. that outcome in mind. And then they just let you have the one that you wanted, you know, that's right. the one you want like, to be with or whatever. If that's, if that's your ship, then it'll be the story playing out the same way, except that at the end of it, they say, I love you. Right, exactly. So that that's, to, uh, I, I completely agree with you that there are better stories without it. I just th find them funny. So, oh, no, so I, 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 like, I like to I'll see how they, uh, how they, how they, like how they try to write that in. And most of the time it's just sort of like, hey, I, I totally like you. Okay, cool. But it has no impact on the rest of yeah. the game since, you know, you don't have to see that to beat the game. So it makes it even sillier. <laughs> you know what else is like, you know what else is like probably the worst, um, the worst aspect of that actually. What's that? Um, the, the worst part of the social link system is rank 10. You have forged an unbreakable bond. This is now like the greatest like, this is the greatest friendship you could ever possibly have. Time to never speak to them again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't do... You, yeah, it's like, I don't have time for you anymore. <laughs> well, you, once you max them out, there is absolutely zero gameplay reason to ever talk to them. Well, ever. in fact, you 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 shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... it's You are greatly incentivized to ignore that person as soon as they rank 10. That's <laughs> yeah, really silly, actually. Well, it's especially since you're even maxed out for all subsequent playthroughs. Yep. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, so that was, that's, I was, I'm, I'm, in, I'm still enjoying the game and I actually still like it, but I'm going to guess that I will have more fun with, I don't know what trilogy or however it goes or whenever the games kind of switch away from, um, the time, the time thing. So I will say this, the all, uh, so you're not on game number one per se. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, this on, is like, the, like, this is like the, game number nine or something. It's game number one for PS3, I believe, right? right? It's, it's, it is the Persona 3 of the Atelier franchise in exactly. that technically there were games before, but this is the first game in this style, mm -hmm. which is honestly the game, the style that made it like more notable and all of the future games follow in the same style. Yeah. Um, cause Iris was the big series, um, on PS2. Correct. But those are just JRPGs. Yeah. And I remember those being promoted. Yeah. Uh, in the, West. like they were, they, you know, they're good games, but like they are standard, like save the world from an ancient evil with the power of magic JRPGs in like the strictest sense. Is religion bad or good? Uh, it's always bad. Okay, <laughs> just checking. <laughs> uh, that's not that. Like that's that's not a uh, 
<laughs> I feel like the fault of that is because of all of the 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 like you know you hear about the oh god I, why can't I think of the names of the 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 religious groups that went to Japan and tried to promote like Christianity and stuff yeah the missionaries um, the missionaries thank you I feel like that's why that ends up being the bad guy of every single JRPG is because of all of the crazy stuff that happened around that uh, yeah the, no that they're stuff. like. It is absolutely culturally influenced in that, like, every time organized religion, especially, like, specifically Western organized religion. Yes, that's what it usually is. Every time Western organized religion has tried to, like, force itself into Japanese culture, bad things have happened. (laughs) Japan's like, yeah, we're just going to have to make you the bad guy of all of our RPGs now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, how about, yeah, what if we just don't? Let's just, you know, we don't, we don't got to do that really, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) um the my favorite version of that we we will have to play grandia 2 at some point Mm. for this podcast uh for the simple fact that it has the greatest battle music okay i want i want you to listen to just the first 10 or 15 seconds and then i want you to picture an anime about american football okay because this is pretty much what i picture so i shield 21 Oh, is there actually an anime about football? I didn't a know that. A big one, actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, Ice Shield 21 then... is actually a, is actually Ice Shield 21 was created by the person who now draws One Punch Man. Oh, okay. Okay. That's really and cool. And it's really like you can tell the art in it is incredible. That's awesome. Um, but picture this music and then having it be like the Monday night football opening theme where it's like showing the the two teams, like their logos playing each other. Yeah, no, I see it already. Yep. Right. It's, it's, it's a hundred percent that music. God, I love it so much, but we, we, we have to play this at some point just for the end sequence of things that happen. It's very silly and very fun and very JRPG. I, I heard like, I heard very good things about Grandia two and three. I really liked it too. It was, I mean, I played it on the Dreamcast, so it was one of the, you know, handful of games that I had on the Dreamcast. Mm. Um, but it's a good time. I would, I'd love to play it again. I think there's a collection on the Switch. I want to say that has one and two. One really, one. one really cool thing about um, about streaming and 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 uh, doing requests and stuff is, um, I, I'm realizing with like with like Lufia and um. And like checking out Legend of Dragoon and a couple of other things that aren't really coming to mind, but I know there's more. Mm-hmm. Um, I like RPGs for me for the longest time were just like, what's Squaresoft up to? Yeah, me too. And then it was like, what's Square like Enix a kid up and to? Stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was like, there's there's Final Fantasy, and then there's a couple of like the side, the, the like lesser, the like also ran squaresoft properties your your mana games and chrono trigger which i would argue is better than all of them but still like doesn't get treated like it <laughs> um yeah i'm 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 always baffled when square's getting ready to announce something and it's like just 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 announce a chrono trigger re-release and everyone's gonna be happy <laughs> yeah like i don't what's so hard about this like this, i mean this they did isn't the ds hard. one and i feel like the ds one probably just didn't sell so they're like well no one wants this because that's I'm, that's usually I what they it. do is they drop a re-release, they give it no marketing, and then they're like, "Well, it didn't make money for us, so there's no demand. I guess we just got to make another Final Fantasy game." So sad. Ooh, my uh, 
My phone is alerting me to a message. Thank you, phone. <laughs> it sounded not unlike the Grandia theme that, you, that I just played. It's, it's actually uh, the the snake. Dying. Oh, I know exactly what it is. Oh, okay, okay. It's snake. the it's the game over. <laughs> it's uh, it's the snake, snake, snake. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's, part, it's it's lovely. Um, but yeah. So like, I'm catching up on a lot of RPGs that are made by other developers that where I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know Natsume had a had an RPG franchise at this time. I didn't know Capcom had an RPG franchise. I yeah, didn't know yeah. like, you know, Konami made RPGs. Yeah, I had fun playing. I played through the Breath of Wi- Breath of Fire games, well 1 and 2 um earlier this year. That was mm. fun. I need to do a uh do you want to do you want to do a podcast on Breath of Fire? If you play them, I okay so I have to do I have to play Breath of Fire one for one stream okay but like it we could run it like a fantasy star thing where like you played all of it and I played some of it and then watched some of it yeah it might work it was like six months ago so it's not super Mm. fresh to like get all the cool like all the insights because so the problem with an old RPG like that is when you're done playing it all of the all of your grievances are going to be fresh that's true and with time, those are going to be lessened because you're going to be like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Like it, it wasn't there weren't there wasn't something that annoyed me or whatever. So yeah. it's it's kind of not an accurate. That happened with with what it Bob and with Earthworm Jim in, yeah. in like for both of those games, like like immediately after finishing it, I had nothing but grievances. And then I slept on it a couple times before we actually recorded. And I was like, I was a lot more fair to them than I would have been. Yeah, because I was like. Well, I mean, okay, if I'm being, if I'm well, being I think, completely fair, like there was good stuff. Let's talk about that too. I, th- I think it's, I think there's, it's, there's a balance between the two. Cause if, if you finish something and you're really frustrated, then talking about it's only going to be negative. And if you right. finish something and it was good enough, you might forget the, the nuances that were frustrating. Sure. So it's, I think like, you know, a day or two is fine or even a week or two, but when you get to six months, your, your memory of. It All becomes very stuff. hazy, yeah. But so we'll have to see. We'll have to see how your stream ends up going. If, yeah. If you have a lot of fun with it, then, then so we'll I've see. So I've actually played a very small amount of uh, Breath of Fire before. Yeah. It was uh, it was one of those games that I picked up, much like Lufia 1. Um, and um, did you ever play the Seventh Saga? No, I've heard of it, but I've never played it. It was it was one of those things, like, I had a, I had a time... Like shortly after I discovered emulation, I was like, oh, all these games I've never heard of. This is an RPG. Cool. Let's try that. And I would play them for, you know, an hour or two. And basically a lot of them are based more on Dragon Quest Mm -hmm. than on uh, than on Final Fantasy. And I wasn't uh, I wasn't about that at the time. So, yeah. So I just kind of like passed a lot of them up and was like, nah, I don't want to keep playing that. (laughs) <laughs> i mean our, our it's it's sort of interesting because i've i've always loved rpgs and if you're if even if i don't know it's it's funny how sometimes this a series you you'll be happy to play it just because you like the art sure or you like the overall series mm-hmm. and then if you were to play another game that's technically better in every way but yeah. it doesn't have like the character you like or right, the right design right. you like you're sort of like yeah because speaking of that i I just played the other thing. So um, the Dragon Quest games are on Switch and 
I bought Dragon Quest one of, I don't know, a few months ago and played through that because I had never actually played Dragon Quest one or two. Mm. And uh, Dragon Quest two was just on sale again. So I was like, oh, what the heck? It's it will be free because I had like some gold stars from whenever I bought something or gold coins or whatever they're called. Oh, yeah. For Nintendo. The yeah. So coins. it was like it was like four bucks. So I had like yeah. 400 coins. Um, I have like a buck 20 right now, but I just like there isn't anything that I am compelled to buy right now. So yeah, well, I was going to say Metroid Dread, but you're probably going to get that physical yeah i probably will <laughs> that's you're probably right um so i just played dragon quest 2 and and i mean actually i just finished it i don't know an hour ago an hour and a half ago <laughs> right before the podcast yeah and so it's 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 by every by every measure it is a generic rpg mm-hmm. but i had a lot of fun playing it just because i love the the design of the monsters even with the hideous cell phone um where where like where where it basically looks like an art student. It's like, hey, look, I made my own high res version of all of the Dragon Quest sprites. Don't they look great? And you're kind of like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but it was fun to play just because I like Dragon Quest. Mm. Like I like the the world of of the games, and I like you know Toriyama's style of of drawing. Sure. Yeah. Um, but there are way better RPGs that I could start playing. Be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to play this. I'd much. I think I'd rather just play this game that's very comfortable. <laughs> on a so weird question on a yeah. on like a global scale, like yeah. overall, do you think that Toriyama is better known for Dragon Ball or Dragon Quest? Dragon Ball. You think so? Yeah, for sure. Only because I, half the world didn't uh, even know that who he was when Dragon Quest first came out. True. Like Dragon Ball wasn't a big deal outside of Japan until the I would argue in America was until the mid nineties, but other countries right. got it before America did. Sure. So I would say Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, he's better known for. I think that's probably true, but I, I mean, wonder even sometimes Japan, because I think in Japan, Dragon Quest is a bigger deal. It may be a bigger deal, but they still know him as he's still like got his start with Dragon Ball, like in terms of being becoming big, right? Well, yeah. So even even if he's better known for Dragon Quest, he's still it's still like oh yeah he's the he he started with Dragon Ball so that's kind of a weird. I know what you're saying, but I still feel like since the, they know his origin, it would be like yeah, we know he's Dragon Ball, but we think it's of him the, as Dragon it's Quest. the Dragon Ball artist doing doing stuff for Dragon Quest. Yeah, so I think I I would say I would say Dragon Ball overall. Yeah, I think that's fair. I just thought that was an interesting like sort of thought experiment. I am curious to see what... Because I think of it that way, too, but I'm like, I wonder if Japan feels the same way about that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Just because Dragon Quest is so huge, and, like, uh, Dragon Quest is huge and has stayed huge, and Dragon Ball Z is also huge, but they also have a crap ton more anime, so I feel like it doesn't... Whereas here, like, Dragon Quest was anime for, like, ten years, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Like we had other stuff, but it was kind of like the standard bearer yeah. for, for anime. Whereas like they've got a lot more to choose from. So while it's still big, I feel like it doesn't have quite as big of a it doesn't have quite the same like genre defining footprint mm-hmm. for anime in Japan as it does here. Yeah, I think that's fair. But I, I think you're right that like because it do, because Dragon Ball does have that that sort of defining you know it's it's one of those big genre defining series i mean because it was still a huge deal in japan yeah yeah it absolutely was um 
so so yeah i would say that that i mean i don't know what it will be going forward like in 15 years that could that might be different sure um no i i i I, I tend to agree with you i just thought it was an interesting question what i Um, wonder is what it's going to what dragon quest like what his art's going to look like as graphics get better and different like because there's something very it's still fun to see them the way that they look but they look they're old looking right like yeah the, the the his art style looks old that's just it does even even when it's the prettiest best version of it um, well and i think that um i think that a lot of his art is uh i don't i think he's not doing a lot of it himself now yeah i'm sure he's he's I'm got sure like it's... a he's got like what's the word not assistants not um not proteges um yeah because they the dude that is super yeah, well, the, yeah, because the dude that did Super was actually like the one that was doing one of the more popular fan fic Dragon Ball things, mm. and then I believe he was hired to draw, like, to be one of the main artists for Dragon Ball Super when that came out. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, so I, sure I, I feel at reading. this point that he's, you know, you can say that the style is dated, but I think it just is. I, like, I don't know how this works, but I just feel like it is just a style. It is it just is. his style. It is. It's, it's totally you, you see it and you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's the that's the Dragon Ball. And, it, and it's <laughs> almost like it's almost like it's not going to like I feel like his art style is going to outlive him. Oh, for sure. Because it's just it's just going to be like a school now of Actually, like, you know, of this type of of this type of art. Yeah, I, 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 I take back also wondering what they could do with it or whatever, because we were just talking about how amazing um, Dragon Quest or <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, looks. yeah. Like, yeah. and that's my, oh, my God, that the art in that game is so awesome looking. It's so smooth. That has to Did, be my favorite stylistic fighter game that I've never played, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't I honestly don't play most of them, but they're all fun to watch. Yeah, I was watching yeah. Evo um they're doing like the regional the like the qualifiers yeah that's yeah. that's been a, that's been a good time yeah uh, dbfz is like it's been out for years and like from the first time they showed the trailer it's been jaw-dropping and honestly <laughs> yeah, they do license stuff for a bunch of other um they do like licensed fighters for a lot of other franchises and they're all just equally jaw-dropping it's it's really it's really impressive it's it's weird to see a video game art that's like wait this this looks better than the show what's happening it looks better than the source material by a lot yeah it's probably like i I don't know i'm 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 sure there is something else that will uh oh you know what i can actually well that's a little bit different i was gonna say the persona 5 game looks better than the persona 5 anime but technically the game is the source material so that's different than taking source material and making it look better in the game. <laughs> True. <laughs> which is what DBFZ does. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, you know, Persona 5 came out as a game and then the, uh, and then the, the anime came out and the anime just like by comparison is like really, it's not nearly as stylish. It's very flat. Yeah. I've, I've heard only bad things about the anime. I think it's generally fine, but I watched a few episodes of it and I was just like, I'm it's I'm fine. I, I like I've seen this story already and this doesn't add anything to it. So I'm not. So why? Yeah, I don't I don't know why I would like 
experience this story again in a in a worse way. Do you think if you haven't experienced it, it's good? I think that if you want to experience the story of Persona 5, play the game <laughs> and you and you don't want to spend a hundred hours on playing the game like I did. Yeah. I'm close to 150 actually. Um then it is probably a really good way to experience that story in 15 hours instead of 100. Okay. That's actually like, it's praise, not it's honestly. not bad. It's just worse. Right. But so it's, it's you know, it's probably it's, a, to... it's probably a 7 out of 10 based on a game that's a 9 and a half. That's yeah, that's pretty that's pretty that's <laughs> That's, that's definitely selling it. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, a seven is still worth it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, In yeah, a I, I know what you're saying. But the issue is that, like, the issue is just that there is a better version of this that you can experience and probably should. But it's more of a time commitment. So if you don't want to sit down with the game and spend 100 hours on it, you can have an experience that isn't as good, but in less time. Mm -hmm. so it's you know it all just is a matter of it's all just is a matter of of how much time is a is a factor for you yeah that makes sense or i mean frankly if you even just like video games like maybe you like anime but you don't like playing rpgs like that's a that's a contingent of people there's a lot of overlap but it's not a hundred percent overlap well that's true yeah i mean maybe you just don't want to or maybe that's just you know you're not interested in actually playing the game but you, you're curious about the story because everybody's talking about it yeah and it is a good story yeah that's i mean i like well i've not actually finished the game but what i've played i loved it i uh man the circumstances in which i played persona 5 were very 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 bizarre what is that um, well after waiting after waiting for it for years like like i was just like sitting here waiting for news of persona 5 back in like 2012 Mm -hmm. 2013 2014 and they teased it and then like five years went by before the actual release um it was it was a long process of me just being excited and just waiting and waiting and waiting and then it came out after i like the month after and no actually during the month that i was in japan <laughs> It oh, actually, so you're like, it actually oh God, came oh God, out like I want to play it. <laughs> yeah, it actually came out like two or three days before I got home from Japan. Oh, cool. So I got home and it was there. And then I just like. This is my life for a bit. It it does such a good job of modeling Tokyo. There were like there's parts of the game where I was just like, oh, I was just here last week. Oh, that's cool. Like literally like this exact, this exact scene, like I was standing in this spot looking <laughs> at this thing and like here are the posters that were like, I, obviously the posters in the game are like not the same because it's just ads, but like looking at it, looking at a wall in a train station and remembering what was there, mm -hmm. right? Like to that extent, like I was standing here and there was a there was an ad for this over here. And then this shop was a this was a bakery and this was a ramen shop. And that was like a little bookstore like so like it was a very, very um, 
it was a very almost surreal experience of just like because it's modeled so so true to life yeah i was just having the experience of of like this is a real place that i was just standing and it's making (laughs) me really miss it and nostalgic for it and i just want to go back now (laughs) right yeah (laughs) but also the story of that game is all about like you know sort of entrenched power becoming corrupt and people like rising up to rising up to to fight corruption and fight like like power that is power that seems so far beyond your reach that like you just kind of see them being corrupt in uh you just kind of see them being corrupt in public and like everyone can see it and it just it's frustrating because it feels like like nobody cares because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that they're doing something wrong. What well, all that matters is that they're the ones in power, so no one can do anything. No one can do anything to stop them. And that that feeling of frustration, and then taking that and doing something about it, like doing something with it, and getting getting a, the catharsis of dragging someone down and making them admit to their wrongdoing yeah, was, it was, it was for no particular reason. Um, very, very very meaningful in early 2017 yeah it was it was it was a uh, yeah for no reason at all it was yeah it was very much a row row fight the power moment mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it, it like it was i i i felt it you know i like i felt that uh that it resonated with me that's the word i'm looking for that that mm-hmm. particular storyline really really resonated with uh with things i was feeling at that time yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was my experience of like I was just in Japan a few days ago, and this all looks really familiar, and it's making me sad to not still be there. But also, like the actual story is hitting me in all of the, in all of the, you know, political activism spots. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was my experience of playing P five. That's cool. It's it's good that it had such a strong like feeling for you, I feel like. I straight up cried many times playing that game. Just <laughs> out of like just like thing like just lines that would be dropped that were like so poignant about like real life at that time and I was like, "Oh my god, yes, that." <laughs> like they get it. This is yes. This is what I'm thinking. This is yeah. This is this is exact my thoughts exactly right now. And it's just cool. like seeing that sort of like seeing those thoughts and feelings like sort of put to power and, and being able to sort of act on them and do something about it was just like, oh, man, like it's it just felt so good. It it was the, the catharsis was was real. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So, yeah. Anyway, I want let, let me loop back because this all started with you talking about playing Atelier and being kind oh, of yeah. like and being kind of. um what's the word kind of worn out by the formula. Yeah. A little so bit, yeah. Rorona is unique in this year. I was telling you the reason we started talking about persona is because I compared it to like the persona three of Atelier where they're all different beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so Rorona is the first one that does the whole time limit thing. And also the whole feeling of like, yeah, you're not really going around adventuring. You live in this town and you run a shop. Yeah. And that's what you do, which I like. I actually enjoy that. Yeah, I do, too. And it's a like most of the most, if not all of the games up to this point 
have a central location where it's like, here's your home base and you explore outwards from there. Mm -hmm. And it has that kind of, it has that cozy kind of feeling to it. hundred percent. And I have no, no complaint about that. Now, in terms of the, so Verona has the thing where it has this strict three month time limit, right? Where it's like, here's your task for this month. And you have to make sure you do this by the end of this month. And yeah, just keep working to, to get your stuff better. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Verona is to my knowledge, the only game in the franchise that has that particular strict time constraint. Oh, okay. Um, all of the, so if we're calling Verona one, which it technically isn't, but it is for like the current style of the game. Yeah. Um, one through five all have the, the actual like time passage, uh, mechanic. Okay. In some sense, um, Shally drops it and just lets you kind of like take as much time as you want on things, which is better in some ways and worse in some other ways. Sure. Um, but Rorona is the only one that is specifically split into these really like strict and specific like three month time frames. Ah, uh, um, okay. The rest of the games you have, um, you do have objectives and there's things that you want to do. And in some cases there is like an actual time limit where it's like, you want to make sure that you get this done before this time or else you're you'll kind of like miss that next arc of the story. Mm -hmm. There's kind of a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a bus stop thing, right? Where it's like, it doesn't matter if you get to this bus stop early, you just have to make sure you get there by this point. But mm-hmm. what else, whatever else you do, like there's a bunch of other stuff you can do on the way there. Uh, Rorona is the only one where it's like you have three months for this task. Do this task, then move on. OK, um, the rest of them and, and it and it changes as you go. Um, the rest of them sort of generally um, reward you for doing things quickly. But there isn't necessarily like. The, the game isn't built around that. The game is mm, built okay. around you being able to just sort of open explore at yeah. your own rate. And okay. then like, you just have to make sure that you're, you're checking off some objectives on the way. I think I like that idea. Um, minor spoilers, uh, better do, which is the third one. Yes. And the, and the conclusion of the trilogy that you're in, I think arguably does this the best because there is, it actually adds like a Sim city aspect to the game what what so metadu is the princess of her kingdom okay and the kingdom is kind of like i won't say it's like fallen apart but it's kind of like in decline and basically she's being tasked with uh she's studying alchemy because that's just what she wants to do mm-hmm. and they're like okay you can study alchemy but you have to use alchemy to like in service of the kingdom so like what you learn is good. We're going to use it for like, for like economic development. Yeah. Okay. So basically what you do in Metadu is you have tasks and all of the tasks are essentially, um, all of the tasks are essentially like, okay, you're going to build up this commerce center by bring by like synthesizing the materials. Oh my God. Um, And then when you do that, that is either going to give you like bonuses, like it's going to open up new shops or it's going to increase the uh, it's going to increase or improve the 
offerings in said shop. Yeah. Um, so like the, the world kind of levels up with you, you get, you get benefits. And so that you kind of like, very satisfying. It's very, very satisfying. Or in some cases it's like, you have to, you have to clear this request to open up this part of the map. Right. Like there's a bridge. Okay, that that's makes out. sense. Yeah. There's a bridge that's out. So you need to synthesize like materials for fixing the bridge and then you can cross it and then access this new area of the, this new area of the map. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's it's really good. I I think Metadoo is probably the best of that trilogy because okay. like that stuff really works well. And is you can worth... kind of see as you go the game really the game really builds on its concepts. Yeah. Um as it goes, like you are probably playing the most bare even the plus even though it's the plus version, uh like it's 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 improved, but you're definitely playing the most bare bones version of that gameplay style. Um, all of the games after this one do more to, uh, level up the, improve the battle system, the relationship dynamics, the alchemy, like the actual process of doing alchemy, the, the way that alchemy like sort of interacts with the environment, like what you get for doing it, like what you Mm -hmm. get for, yeah, the quests that you have to do and what you get for those, like they all sort of improve on that. Like it only gets better from here. Okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Because I mean, and I, I will like... say that if you're if you're ever stuck in Rorona and you're just like not sure what you're what you want to be doing, yeah, um, explore, gather materials. Yeah, it's it's that's that's basically what it what it boiled down to. And mm-hmm. then because I feel like I'm way over leveled already. The game's like... not difficult from a from a combat perspective. Okay, except that there are some. Uh, there are some late game bosses yes. that are like super tough where you're basically just like the only way to beat them is by just synthesizing the hell out of like really, really strong attack and healing items and just spamming them. <laughs> okay. Like in every game had like, think of it like an emerald weapon kind of situation. Right. Right. Like there's, there's a, there's a parallel of, of like an emerald weapon type thing that you absolutely do not need to do to finish the game. But sometimes you get really good rewards for it. Sometimes it unlocks a special ending. Was it um, fun? Did you like doing it? Oh yeah. They're, they're good fights. Okay. Some of them are better than others. Sure. Some of them are very, um, some of the worst fights in Rorona might have one of these actually. Um, they, they commit the grand skin, the the skin, the grand sin of um, let's just let the enemy have five turns in a row. <sighs> like that's we'll, right up we'll, there with, with we'll uh, make this fight difficult by just not letting you do anything. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's 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 right up there with Team Ninja's idea of difficulty, which is all right. Same fight with 10 times the hit points and you can't get hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so some of them are worse about that than others, where it's just like the the boss gives itself like super priority so it can just chain moves together and it just you know, you're waiting like you're you just watch your hit points go down and it's like, okay, I need to heal on my next turn. Oh, they're going again. All right, I really need to heal. All right, a party member's down. They're going again? It's like, oh I don't I don't I just I don't play. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll just I guess we'll just not. I guess we'll just not play. Yeah, yeah, I can see that being a thing. <clears throat> so, um, not all of them are great, but I think they're all worth at least trying. Sure. Especially since, like, you can, you know, 
if you know it's there, you can always do what I do. Like you're, I assume you're saving before every expedition. Yes. Yeah. 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 So like lots of saving. Can... I have I have a save at the beginning of an assignment, one mm -hmm. at the start of a month, and then two that I just kind of go between depending on what I'm doing. Yeah. Very good. So yeah, you can always. Um, I always save before going out on an expedition because it's like, okay, well, if I if I'm gonna like push this and try to get as far as I can to like get really good stuff, but if I wipe. I'm not going to want to waste all that time. So I will just reload the save and do that over again. Yeah, for so sure. So there's always the thing where like you might, you might go into one of those boss fights and just be like, yeah, I don't know. I no, this is not for me. I don't care, <laughs> but it's worth at least seeing if you get to that point, all of the, um, all the games have multiple endings and there are, they're all based on like what you do during the game. Um, there are endings for each, uh, party member. If you, uh, if you become like close enough to be like really, really good friends with yeah. one of your party members, like raise your sort of social link rating, then each of them has like a, like a buddy ending. Or I think in some cases, like a romantic ending for, for some of the characters. Well, that's kind of cool. Where, uh, where you like end up with them and like, it's like, okay, what is their, like, what is the, what does the ending look like if you're, you know if Verona is just going to like spend the rest of her life with such and such character <laughs> it's like the best friend ending or the romantic ending or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there is a, there's a standard ending. I think there's always like a bad ending, a bad ending. And this the bad ending in this case would be like, you don't complete an assignment on time and your shop gets shut down. Jesus. Well, like you're, you're far enough into the game now, right? We're like, I think they, I think they tell you this like right off the bat where it's like your whole thing is like, we'll let you have this alchemy shop, yeah. but you have to do stuff for us. No, I, I, I get it. It's, but it's still sort of like, uh, it's, it's one of the mini game overs, right? Yeah. So it's, 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 um, it's heavy, but it's part of, it's like it's, it's baked into the game and you'd have to try really hard to to, to game over. I feel like from what yeah, I've experienced so far, you would have to go out of your way to get a game over on an assignment. You may not. I, I have no idea if the assignment gets harder, but so far, they do. Okay. some of them, some of them in the late game are like relatively difficult. Like assignment four has been was my favorite assignment because mm -hmm. you were supposed to do a bunch of food items and give them to the dude. Mm -hmm. But for like 700 gold, you can just go buy oh yeah that's true like 20 bowls of soup and then yep. just turn those in and it's like okay i'm done i have 10 gold stars too yep <laughs> so that's that's how i handled that one so i was like oh well now i have actually 89 days left for this uh assignment hey, does rorona let you register items at a shop what i don't even know what that means it, it might later and if it does i apologize it's mechanic I don't, spoilers don't i don't care about that um yeah. but so one of the really cool things you can do in either this game or later games is at the item shop, you can go. So let's say you, you synthesize like, I don't know, like a really, really good, like metal ingot, right? You use all of your, you use all of your best, you use all of your best stuff. It's got really good skills. It's super high quality, yes. right? Like you love it. It's going to make an awesome piece of equipment, but it's going to make one piece of equipment right yeah so oh you can register it so you can you can register it, it at the shop ah. so that that specific thing that you made 
And you can also do this with like really high, if you make like a really good like bomb or something. Sure. And you just want to have that, you just want to have access to that without having to like make it. No, I don't over. think that's in this. You can, uh, you can register it at the shop and it'll consume that item, but then it will put it in the shop as something that you can purchase like infinitely, like that's infinite sweet. quantities of. Right, right, right. Just and a lot of times they're expensive as hell. I was about to say <clears> the cost is going to be. I'm going to guess variable based on the the attributes that it has. Right. Yeah, it absolutely like the the price of it scales up like relative to what's actually in it. So if it's a super high quality thing, it's going to cost you. But if you if you're swimming in cash, then who cares? Yeah, right? money doesn't like, seem that hard to come by because mm-mm. I I try and do as many tasks as I can. Like I go to the the you know the front desk and do as many as I can because it's like why not? And my alchemy level is relatively high, so I mean, uh, why not just make money then and uh and get friendship or town points or whatever the heck I don't know. I I actually don't know what that does, but it's never a bad thing when there's a thing that has a percentage and you can fill it up. <laughs> um, I forget what it does exactly in Rorona, but um, I think it it um. Uh, it contributes to one of the endings you can get. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think I think there's an ending where, like, even if you do all of the tasks, but you don't do any of the requests. Um, <clears throat> it's like a bad ending. <laughs> yeah, it's it, like you basically just leave. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did the assignments, but everybody hates you. <laughs> yeah. That's get the, that's a, get the hell out of town. But you did the, like the thing is you do like the government <laughs> assignments, right? Right. So you right. do what you need to do to like you do what you need to do to like keep your shop open. But nobody goes to it. But like yeah, you haven't you haven't like endeared yourself to anyone in the actual town itself. <laughs> so you like you don't have like a ton of friends there and no one really cares. So you're just like I'm going on a journey. I'm going to just leave town. Screw you guys. I'm going ham. <laughs> So I think there's one that's like, I think they just, I think they even call it like the exile ending (laughs) where you just like, you know, you've done enough to like legally keep your shop open, but you're not really like a fixture in the community. So you're just like, whatever, I'll just go. I'll just leave. Literally nobody cares that you're there. I'm going to go out on a journey and study alchemy on my own. It's like I was complaining about last time, or maybe this is when we were chatting where there's someone in town that's like, hey, you're that girl from the alchemy shop dot 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 please stay away from me <laughs> right i still maintain that that's just because you blow things up all the time yeah i i feel like that's what it that's how it's supposed to be read but it, it's very easy to look like it's saying uh i don't like don't stand near me you'll 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 make people think i like you or something like that. yeah like, like it's it's don't it get be... your alchemy cooties on me right right that's that's how i read it the first time i saw it i was like wow damn they, the town people really really don't like me right now I think the Which, idea also is that, like, alchemy is not really a respected science. That's what I was about to say, is that I, I just chalked it up to people not understanding what it was, because, yeah. I mean, that's where most misunderstandings come from all it the is, time, yeah. anywhere. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're the girl in town who, like, makes stuff out of, uh, like, you, you, got the, you got the big cauldron and then your shop explodes sometimes. I don't know what's up with that, but I don't trust it. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, the the register thing, like I, you might still unlock it. There's a bunch of stuff that you get, like 
one I'm thing that's that really interesting far, about so, um like. one thing that's really interesting about um about the atelier games in general mm-hmm. is that like you think they're done introducing you to like new like concepts quality and stuff concepts and quality of life stuff after like i don't know the first year yeah yeah of the game they're very not they're very cool. very not I like, like that actually. That, that's you're that's gonna, awesome to hear. You are gonna definitely pick up some new uh you're gonna definitely pick up some new um abilities and stuff. Cause I, I think part of the reason they do this is because there's actually a lot to like kind of wrap your head around. Yeah, there's there's a lot to do. Like you have the whole combat thing, you have the whole alchemy thing. I I would argue those are co equal parts of the game. Mm-hmm. Like exploration and alchemy. Like alchemy is alchemy is a lot. Like, there's a lot of stuff to that and, like, figuring out how, like, all of the different items work, how the, like, the meters and the, and the like, the levels of each, like, element. Yeah, it's, it's, it, so, in some ways, it's, you have to be really in the mood to, like, dive into it. Otherwise, it's just mm-hmm. there and you don't care because the combat's easy enough where it almost doesn't matter yep. at this point. Yep. Um, I agree with so that. So, it was, it was like a... Like the, I don't know, the first three assignments, I was like, none of this is important to me. I, I don't care. Right. Um, And then when I did assignment four and I had all that time, I was like, well, I should do something here. Maybe I'll just play with this stuff. Like, and yeah. it, basically what you do is you just start like, so one trap that I kind of fall into is like at a certain point, you, um, you get into a trap of like, there are certain things that you make all the time because you know what they are. Yes. And then there's certain things where it's like, I don't really know what that even means. So I'm just not going to make it because why would I? Oh, why yeah. Why would I, I even I already, bother with that? Yep. I already I've already had that problem. So <laughs> the thing is, you need to make those other things. OK, because in a lot of cases, they may not do anything, but they are they like there are other things locked behind that that yeah. you can't make unless you've made the prerequisite. Like it doesn't even show up as a thing right. to make. Right. Mm. And if in a lot of cases, there's stuff that you'd really like to make, but it's like, I don't know what that ingredient is. So I guess I'll just have to find it later. And actually it's just something that you need to make. It turns out you already have it. Mm-hmm. So when you have downtime, it's a really good time to just like freely gather ingredients and just experiment. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Cause you have, you have free time. Your, your major tasks are taken care of. So then you just, you know, then it's professional development time. Right. You know, you go explore areas that you haven't spent a lot of time in. See what you find over there. See if you can expand the map a little bit. Um, you know, gather some high quality ingredients and make some stuff that you haven't made before. Because that kind of future proofs you because you're eventually you're going to need those things. You're going to need those sure. things later. So you're future proofing against like getting stuck in t- having to do all that stuff in three months. Mm hmm. So it like plus like even if even if you end up making something that isn't really terribly useful to you, um, you still level up from it. You still get right, like alchemy thing. XP. So as long as you're making something, it's going to be worthwhile, even if you're just getting that experience of like making the thing. So that is what I would recommend that you do with Rorona at this point. Like if you're if you're stuck in it and it's it feels a little aimless and a little directionless, but like that really is it. Like there's always map to explore. There is always um, 
there's always map to explore. There's always stuff to do for, um, there's always like new stuff to make that you haven't made before. And when you have that kind of downtime, it's really good because that's the time when you go out and you just like, you just find new stuff. Mm -hmm. You find new materials, you find upgrades, you make money, you buy, uh, you buy new books and stuff. All that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, I'm always I'm always buying the books. Whenever I see the books, I buy them. Yep. Yeah. And I've I've gotten the bingo board every time so far. Excellent. Uh, because those things seemed really important. They are. Um, well, they're like permanent upgrades, so I was like, well, can't pass that up. So, um, yeah, it like I I definitely understand the feeling of like, man, I feel kind of directionless right now. Because I've already like, because the thing that the game has told me to do is already done. And now I just have to wait for the game to give me a new thing to do. Right. And it's that moment where you're tempted. Hmm, I could just sleep for like 20 days. Obviously, that's yeah. not what I would do because I want to min-max my experience. And that's when I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to I'm gonna play something nice and easy and comfortable. Like, that's, right. that's when I started to play Dragon Quest. Because like, yeah, I know how to play this. Right. <laughs> so like the the tasks are made fairly simple. Yeah. So that you can do them, but then still have time to do other stuff. Sure, that makes sense. So now is yeah, the time. Now is the time sort of for point, you to go out and see what else is on the map, and go uh, and try making some new stuff. Basically, take some time to do, take some time to do things that you would not have done when you're under like a tight time constraint. Correct. Yeah. So that's that's my advice to you, and it may not feel uh, it may not feel as rewarding as just like actually getting a task done that you uh that you're specifically assigned but it is important because it will make you stronger later Mm -hmm. when when things uh when things start ramping up again yeah it makes sense anyway you want to talk about elevator action yeah let's do it do you want to talk about elevator action returns uh yeah way more than elevator action absolutely yeah i I'd, i'd agree with that because that's the game we actually played i've played both but like you know there's only one that is specifically the the focus of this podcast so well i i i watched a little bit of elevator action and i don't want to play it i mean it's you know it's an arcade (laughs) game from the 80s man like oh i i'm not knocking the game i'm not saying it's bad or good i just don't want to play it i don't i don't blame you at all i don't either (laughs) i considered like I was like, maybe it'd be fun to like follow up the uh, the elevator action returns playthrough with just a regular elevator action Mm-mm. thing. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. No, it's fine. It wouldn't. It actually wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, let's take a word from our sponsors and do that. Sounds good. All right. So elevator action returns. Important All right. Important so... question. Okay. Did you play the arcade version or the Sega Saturn version? Good old arcade. Okay, I did too. Mostly because I figured that would be easier because coins equals infinite continues. Yeah, yeah. We had kind of joked about that, how it's not even cheating if you... Uh, it's it's basically like save stating. Yeah, essentially. Um, I will also say I played about 10 minutes and then was like, yeah, I'm good. I feel like I got the game. You didn't I even did, finish it? I didn't even finish it. How many stages did you play? Was that like three stages? Maybe three and a half? Yeah. So you finished half the game. You could have just finished it. Nope. It was just like, "Eh, I'm not interested in this. Okay, it's a game that I would have liked to play with another person. 
uh, but I just didn't have the ability to ha- make that happen. I mean, and, that's fair. Um, and that's that. It was just that experience where I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to play this by myself. This is a game that I would want to play with someone." Um, I will say the highlight of the game for me, and it would be worth, I would say, almost anyone getting if they get the chance to play it, they should play it just because of the start of stage two. The start of stage two is freaking awesome. Oh, the, with the helicopter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The hel- yeah. Because the- <laughs> because. The bad guys are just kind of hanging out in the airport or the mall or whatever it is. It, I, I'm pretty sure it's an airport. Airport? I feel like it's an airport. If I an remember. airport mall, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. And and he's just kind of looking out the window and a helicopter comes just <laughs> barreling. Just, just <laughs> blitzing through. It just crashes into the window and then the guys, then like you're out of the helicopter ready to shoot stuff up. And I was like, yes! Yeah, this that is, was that this was is what I want. I liked that a lot. I liked that a lot. That was that was definitely good fun. Um, I like I I'm pretty sure I had a jaw drop there. Yeah, because I didn't know it was going to do something quite like that. Um, yeah. So like indignance aside, um, like. Just because, like, I, I finished the game in, like, 35 minutes. And you're like, nope, <laughs> that's that's about 20 minutes too many. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to play it for about 10 minutes. I played it for, like, like what, 50 cents worth or, like, maybe a dollar or something. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't keep track of the, the coins that I put in, but it was... It was assuming 25 cent quarters, <laughs> which is probably not what it actually was. Because, um, you know... A play on a game costs like 50 cents to a dollar now. No, God, this game would have been a quarter, though. Come on. I mean, in the 90s, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, God, I say 50 cents to a dollar for depending on what you're playing. It could be like three dollars. Some of the what? really high. Yeah, some oh. of the really like some of the really high. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The really high fidelity ones. Sure. Yeah, you know, like if you're if you're climbing into a pod. Yeah, it's probably. Have you ever played like the if you if you've ever played like the the Star Wars pod game, mm-hmm. like not pod racing, but like you actually walk into like what feels like a like a, a cockpit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, I know the, what you're talking about. Yeah, it's got the whole like screens all around. Very yeah, cool. cool. Very cool. There's a Gundam one too. Basically, yeah. basically the same deal. Um, yeah, they're they're super neat. But like those games, if you're if you're playing something that is like really, really high fidelity like that or really like highly produced, it's probably going to cost you more than a dollar a play. It's probably going to cost you two or three. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. But this game in in the early 90s. Yeah, probably looking at uh, I think there's a good chance you're looking at a 25 cent play. Uh, I probably assuming a 25 cent play. I think it's fair to assume I probably poured about five or six dollars into it. Yeah, that seems right. Um, I mean, based on based on what I played. <laughs> but I mean, no, I, the, it ramps up in, in difficulty. I thought the first few stages were actually really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, it gets worse. It gets uh, not worse. The gameplay never really changes, which is why I'm not like joking aside. I'm not really all that upset to hear that you uh that you only played like the first half of it yeah. because there isn't really anything that significantly changes or um, improves <laughs> about the game as you go through. It's, that was um, just, that was my feeling 
I felt like I got the gist. Like I, I did it. I played the game. Did you at least and, try all three of the characters? No. Okay. I that played what's his name? Chad done. the Tad or whatever his name was. <laughs> God, he had he had a funny. Uh, yeah, it's something the something, and it's it's close to the it's close to what you said. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's not it. But no, it's not. But no, I did not play all the characters. I I had fun with the game. I just was like, yeah, I'm I'm good. I got it. It's it's you honestly, you probably did. Because um, like, so so my my feeling for the the podcast when it comes to these kinds of games, especially mm-hmm. when it's like an arcade game, is would I have spent a dollar playing this if right. they were twenty five cents? Sure. Right. Like thinking about it back then, not not what arcades to like are now. I don't know. Um, and happily. Yeah. happily spent a buck and been yeah, like yeah sure. i would i would be like hey we should check this out like if we were going to go to the arcade and i had played it, i'm like oh let's play this it's cool i also think that compared to a lot of uh, uh compared to a lot of arcade games from the 90s uh this game is shockingly fair yeah it really is like like there's always like patterns and there's you know there's there's methods to get through um there's there's methods to get through a uh a like the Simpsons arcade game. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times for, for a lot of them, it's like the, the, the method to get through those games involves dying because <laughs> it's just really, really difficult to avoid doing that because the game is designed to just drain you. Like you, yeah. you're not really allowed to avoid damage. Yeah. You're supposed to put quarters into, the you're machine. supposed to put quarters in the machine. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, this game felt like you could absolutely one CC it with fairly little effort. Yeah, if if you if comparatively, you, if you got you know if you get good at it, uh, it's it's a very reasonable experience in terms yeah. of that. Yeah, as arcade games specifically go, like this feels like a one CC that would be completely reasonable. Yeah, not easy per se. Apologies if I use the word easy because that's the wrong word, but but quite possibly doable. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, not for me. I wouldn't ever do it, but I, I could definitely see people doing it. And it wouldn't be like, that's insane. Yeah, it's 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 a very different feeling between um, a one CC that feels impossible. Yeah. Where it's like people still learn how to do it by just like by just basically gaming all of the game's mechanics. Yeah, and, and just kind just of amazing like, at whatever the yeah, game is, right? Like despawning enemies and just breaking encounters that are supposed to happen or getting it getting something stun locked in a way that's like super specific. Like there's always yeah. a way to do it, but the um th- this one feels like yeah, if you just get like casual good at the game, you could probably one CC it in like with like a few hours of practice. I think that's just think by, that's just by true. playing the game like a normal human. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't come anywhere close to that, but like all of the damage that I took felt like my fault. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely feels like the game gives you ample opportunity to avoid taking damage. So it did not feel like it was your typical, uh, you know, unfair quarter muncher. No. And I really, really appreciated that because that's kind of what I come to expect from arcade games of that era, particularly ones that are completable. Like it's different if it's like a Pac-Man or a Donkey Kong or it's something where like the the game over is just the uh, 
oh god what do they call it the the uh the kill screen oh yeah where the game uh, just freezes because it doesn't because the the score overflows and it can't you handle over, it yeah you like overflow the 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 uh uh the ram the ram yeah i think that's what it is yeah i don't really know computers i don't well. I, after i said it, i was like is that right i don't know who cares the everyone ram, knows what we're talking about ram ram <laughs> the, 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 the thing yeah Whatever it is that you overload that makes the game stop working. That's like a, that's a thing. Um, I don't really know. So yeah, that's a, that's a thing you can do. And, um, but then, you know, this is an arcade game that has stages and an ending. Kind of remind, you know, what it reminded me of is time crisis. Oh like yeah. Not, like not in the, not at all in the way that the game actually plays. Cause this no. is a, there's a side scrolling like run and gun, basically contra with elevators. Yes. Um, but in terms of like the way the story plays out and how it's just all sort of loosely connected, but it's yeah. just like, yeah, go shoot action explosions. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very, it's, it's all very nonchalant. And that all of that gives me strong, uh, very strong, um, time crisis vibes. True. I can, I totally see that. I, I love that. I actually like that comparison a lot. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a game that is completable and games that are completable. I tend to think of as games that are going to kill you unfairly. Yeah. Because they want you to pop quarters in to see more of the game. Mm-hmm. Because if, if the game took me about 40, 45 minutes to clear, yeah, um, would have taken me less if I hadn't died so much. So if you think about like how long an actual one CC takes, it's probably significantly less time than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like and you actually get multiple lives per credit. Yeah, it's crazy. So like they, they That's re- they're so fair really feeling. fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like this is a game where, you know, I'm bark, bark. I'm accustomed to like, yeah, if you want to see the end of the game, you have to pay for it because realistically a spending 30 to 45 minutes at a, at a machine for a, for a quarter is not a great business model. Well, I mean, even for five bucks is pretty bad. Yeah. Like, cause you're, you're taking up that machine and someone else is not playing that while you're playing it. Yeah. And you're not putting money in it and neither is anyone else. And like those machines are, are built to like, take money frequently they gotta yeah they gotta make money yeah so i i just sort of like auto complete in my mind like oh yeah this is a this is a game with an ending it is a game uh what's the word i'm looking for a an an arcade game that is uh there's a word for like a game that actually has like a, a set beginning and ending versus one that's just like that's continuous that goes forever whatever yeah yeah, like this has a this this is there is a there's I mean there's even a story about the the new revolution and whatever. Yeah, yeah. There, so like it is, it is absolute. <clears throat> excuse me. It is absolutely that type of game where it's like there is an ending that you want to get to rather than just compete for high score. Yeah, yeah. And I tend to think of those games as being more unfair, but this was really fair. <laughs> it's like it gets hard for sure, but like. I, I went through it and I the, the thought on my mind is like this. I could totally one CC this. <laughs> I don't like it enough to go in and like really perfect it. No, 
which is a weird thing to say for someone actively thinking about speedrunning Scud the Disposable Assassin for Saturn right now. Oh my god. But, <laughs> but you know, my, uh, my taste in so. things should not be taken as, like, an actual mark of quality. If anything, the opposite is true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're thinking... <laughs> If it's a, if it's an unknown bad game, and 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 Dean's thinking about speed running it, it's, you better you better stay away. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a, if it's an old game, and I'm like, hey, that game's actually not that, not too bad. I'm kind of interested in that. It probably mm-mm. sucks. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I like. I don't want to get too much into it, but Scud the Disposable Assassin is not a terrible game. It's yeah, not I mean, a good game, but. Uh, you know, it's not Bob. Okay. That I would, I, I would not be surprised at all to see that game given like a six out of 10 or even, or even a couple of sevens back when it came out. It actually has a lot of cool stuff about it, but we're not talking about that. I'm sad that you didn't play the other characters in elevator action returns. Cause they are actually different. Oh, okay. Explain that please. Um, so they all actually have different ratings. Uh, the, the um the character that you played whose name is bothering me and i'm now going to actually look it up because i need to know uh jad the taff yeah jad the taff that's right yeah um he's got a desert eagle you mean a dessert eagle (laughs) yeah yes i do you're right you're right you're right it it was it was uh definitely dessert eagle a dessert eagle yes um (laughs) Edie, uh, the girl. Yeah. Um, her her gun is a Beretta, but they also butcher that in a way that I don't I don't remember. But I think it I think it involves the typical like I R bet it's to R and L. L's or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I, I think there was more to, to it than that too. Like it was there was like only one T or like something was just <laughs> completely off. Yeah. There it, the game is littered with with. <laughs> Hold on, let me look issues. up. But uh, me, yeah, the. The characters are all different. Uh, they you pick the slow one. Oh, OK. Um, I did Jad not like Jad the Taff at all. He is big and slow and hard to control. Oh, maybe I would have had more fun than if I played the okay, other I'll two. The other two are way faster. Ooh, Cart Bradfield might have been my choice because he's super speedy. I'm I, at so the, uh... he's the fastest mover. Edie is the fastest shooter. Oh, OK. Oh, I'd probably like her best then. So with her burletta burletta um jad is the slowest and has like i think he has like a moderate shooting speed yeah but but he's got power he has a lot of health the power is health Mm -hmm. and also he has a thing where like if you're running by the way did you find the run button because there's a run oh no i don't but yeah yeah so he has like i had to now I'm now I'm blank. like wasn't it? It's double tap. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's what I, that's when when you were talking about a button. That's why I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. Not a yeah. Button is a is a misnomer. The the run ability. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I got you. I got you. So yeah, there's a so his run ability comes with the ability to just tackle anyone that you run into. Heck yeah, dude. So he basically <laughs> has like a hit box on his run, <laughs> or a hurt box, I suppose. Or no, I always get confused about how that works. Wait, wait, hold on a minute. So Cart Bradfield, his weapon of choice was supposed to be the Glock, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it's 
It's G-L-O-G. <laughs> the glog. <laughs> the glog. <laughs> it's entirely possible that, like, so this could be one of two things. This could either be a mistranslation, or it could be a... A joke? It could be that those are actual brand names of weapons that they didn't have the actual ability to use, so they just changed them for, like, legally distinct Glock. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't have a clue. Because uh, GoldenEye does that, too. True. Where it's, um... Yeah, because they don't... You aside the... from, like, generic guns, they don't... The, the, the certain guns just have fake names. Yeah, there's clearly like an AK-47, but they call it like the, they call it like the, the Soviet. Uh, oh, you're right. They don't call it the AK-47, do they? Yeah, no. It, it's similar. I think it, u- I think it even still uses the number 47. Yeah, wait. It's, it's like the, it's like the it? Soviet R-47 or something like that. Yeah, no, I'm. And I think there's, I think there's a gun that's supposed to be a Glock that is like, they call it like the DD-44. Yes. So like yeah, something like that. You're so right. there is precedent for like this. Uh, yeah, there is precedent for like this is a real gun in this game that has that's an actual brand name, but they don't use the brand name. Oh, oh, they call it the KF7. KF7. That that's what it is. So yeah. So I feel like it. There's an equal chance of it being either. That's you know that makes more sense to be honest. Either a, either a mistranslation or they totally know what they were doing. They're just avoiding legal issues. Of using like brand name weapons. Yeah. Sorry, now I was looking at Goldeneye and then reminiscing about Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye's good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Jad is slow but has like a tackle ability on his run and he has yeah. the most health. So he's basically just a big tank. Um, that would make sense why. I mean, I that's. That would have been my go-to first person just because I always I always like trying out the big the big bulky mm-hmm. dude. Um I think uh Cart Bradfield is the fastest mover. Yeah, that's what I that's when I was looking at that one screen because I there was a video that had like a let's play of it and I just brought up the beginning of it. I'm pretty sure he's the fastest mover. Yeah, he and... so he's the fastest mover. He has like he has moderate health, but he's a slow shooter. Yeah. Um, and then Edie is the fastest shooter, has moderate speed and low health. Mm-hmm. And they all have different special weapons, even though they're all grenades. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they're all technically grenades, um, they are. Like they fill a different void. Yeah, they do. Like they explode differently. So one of them right. does like kind of chain explosions on the ground. Yeah. Um, one of them does, uh. One of them like kind of explodes in a spot and then that spot stays on fire. So it becomes like a hazard floor. Yeah, that's cool. Um, also, the burning animation is is it's pretty intense for those poor people when they're on fire. Yeah, it's really intense, actually. <laughs> um, so I don't remember what they all do, but I know they all explode differently and they all have different. Um, they all have different. Uh, what do you call it? All they all have different functions. Right. So there are like I went into the game and I was like, I bet they're all just like palette swaps. But no, they're all significantly different from one another. That's cool. I, I really didn't know. So like there are certainly characters that I like more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, But they're like the, the difference between them is notable. And I, I, I appreciate that. 
Yeah, I mean, that's just that's great. That's awesome. Um, what else? Uh, the The difference between the six stages is, I I, I don't care. Agreed. <laughs> um, I will say that stage six ends in uh deactivating a nuclear bomb <laughs> or rather a nuclear warhead with your guns which you don't act like it's weird because there's a boss character that is established and he kind of does his whole like ha 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 like, yeah like he runs away from you in a couple of the earlier stages okay like you, it's the whole thing where you get close to him and it's like you can shoot him but then you just kind of are you're just kind of like stuck sitting there yeah, because um, you're in a cutscene, and he just kind of like you know, he just kind of taunts you and then leaves. <laughs> um, so that happens a couple times. Then you finally beat him in the final boss fight, and there's a timer on the last stage where it's like it's this much time until uh, until like the launch of the of the nuclear bomb or whatever. Right? Okay, or the it's a it's definitely a missile. It's not a bomb. It's a warhead. But um, I was very confused Why? when Why? I finished the last mission because I beat the I, I beat the boss with like. So I eventually I realized I was trying to actually fight him legit and like avoid damage and everything. And then I realized that there is a chance that this is the type of game where if you let the timer run out, it might just full game over you and make you start over. Oh, God. Because you know what did that? What? Scud the Disposable Assassin did that. <laughs> was that on your mind when you played this? <laughs> no, I played that. I played it first. Oh, wait, you played this first. Yeah. yeah. But like there is precedent for a game that like puts you in puts you in that situation of like, OK, here's the big thing that you have to prevent. And like this isn't a life thing. This is a if you fail this, it's a full game over and you have to start over. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sitting here like trying to take pot shots and dodge bullets and, and, uh, and, and like really actually do the fight legitimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kind of like take it slow and safe and everything. And then I realize there's a chance I might just have to play this entire game over again. If I let that timer run out. And you're like, God, let's just, and I have, I have playing this on a main emulator. Um, I have the ability to just i have as many lives as i want to press the select button to insert yeah, of course that's that's the best part so i should really just stand up here and tank all of this damage and just shoot yes to make sure because like letting just just murder because losing losing time losing time is way more damaging potentially than losing lives yeah so I should really just focus on not losing time. So I did that and I won the fight with like a good 60 seconds left. Like it's, it's fairly generous. Okay. Um, but then like in the background, I see the missile start to launch oh, shit. and then it fades to black. And then it's like, you win, you stopped it. And I'm like, no, I didn't. It was going. <laughs> wait, wait, what? The missile like legitimately starts launching as you as you like as you so, finish the stage almost as almost like in response it looks like to you beating the actual boss what and then and then it fades out and doesn't address it at all and it's like yeah you did it congratulations you stopped the you stopped the the evil terrorist 
organization or whatever. Okay, and I'm like, so- all right, but what happened to the missile though? And it <laughs> so just, it, it just, it's just like, don't worry about that. It just doesn't <laughs> talk about it. It doesn't address it at all. So this, this has the, uh, this has the, 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 the Batman scanner, uh, like the hood logic from the, um, the Batman hood logic from, uh, Arkham City and, and Asylum where it's you, you punch them with the strength of like a truck and it's like, yeah, he's just sleeping or you literally blow them up and they're like, no, they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> you so did, like, you did I don't, it. I don't know if the idea was like, I mean, I, I guess. OK, so I suspect that there is like it's just kind of a background animation that sort of like started playing out. And it just happened to start playing out as I was finishing the uh, as I was finishing the boss fight. I'm going to guess. Yes, but I don't but know. The timing of the event made it seem like the missile <laughs> was celebrating your... <laughs> in response to beating the boss. And I was like, I thought we were supposed to be like preventing this. I'm very confused. Extremely um... confused. I really appreciate that. <laughs> so I like I still don't know what happened, but, you know, <laughs> that's fine. But then I, you know, I, I got my I got my score and I and I put up my, you know, I put my initials in and then it kicked me back to the main menu. It gave me a it gave me a congratulations that I'm a little surprised wasn't a congratulation. <laughs> and and that and then I and I stopped recording. <laughs> and that was the end of elevator action returns. So like I I don't know. Like I think it's fair to say that asking for a coherent story in an arcade shoot 'em up is probably too much to ask for. Yeah. Probably. But it's still worth pointing out I at no point understood what was happening. I think that I think the idea is basically that you were like a bomb squad, but and you're just trying to like stop all these bombs from exploding. But I don't know. You pick up data, you pick up like floppy disks and stuff. And yeah, I saw that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so the the and that's all just score. The poster said elevator action returns. You're in the line of fire. Flames are burning all around you. You're a part of a special task force sent to put an end to an international terrorist group's plan for global destruction. Okay. With an arsenal of nuclear bombs, this band of evil men hold the world for ransom. That that That's it? Yep. Okay, so, like, in each section, you have to get to, like, a red door. Mm-hmm. And the red door has wor- has words on it that show up that, like, you're supposed to go in there and you get, like, information or something. But it yeah. also... I also feel like that's where you go, because... The intro to each stage tells you how many bombs are in that stage. And I noticed after a while that corresponds to the number of red doors you have to go into. Uh, So I assume that that's where you have to go to, like, disarm the bombs. Okay, sure. But that's not like... We can create our own narrative. That's not super clear. Yeah, that's fine. Um, But the... Like it, the door itself says something along the lines of like, it's like, I don't know. It's some kind of like weird broken English where it's like enter to data or something. (laughs) It says something about there being data in there. (laughs) And it's, that's, that's not it, but it's on that same level of like, oh, that, 
I know what it's trying to say, but that's weird. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like you basically the gameplay <laughs> is you're 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 in this area and you have to get to the red door, and then once you go in the red door, then that unlocks the next part of the stage, and you just keep doing that until there's a boss fight. And a lot of the boss fights are just hordes. Yeah. Um, there's very few boss fights that are actual boss fights. And a lot of them will tease a boss fight because a dude will show up on a hell, uh, like on a helicopter. Yeah. And then, and then fly away on the helicopter. And it's like, I'm ready to fight the helicopter. And it's like, no, you're not. Here's a bunch of dudes with jetpacks. Shoot them. <laughs> and I think I, I want to say that there's like three stages that end with you fighting hordes of jetpacks dudes, uh, jetpack dudes. And very few act some of them ha- are like a different color. There's one there's one stage in particular where you get a bunch of jetpack dudes and then you get three jetpack dudes that are a different color but do all the same stuff just have more health. And I'm like, "Okay, that I guess I I guess that makes those the boss, I guess." I uh, yeah, sure. Do do you think elevator action would benefit from more elevators. Or no, more I think that I think elevators. the elevator to ground ratio is where it There's ought re- to be. It's I reasonable. think it okay. would benefit from not being crushed by elevators. <laughs> Did you get crushed by an elevator? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like right in the Boy, beginning. There's an I elaborate say. animation for getting crushed by an elevator. <laughs> I don't it's like that. 10 out, of, 10 out of 10 for getting crushed on the by an elevator, though. It's pretty great. I mean, like, that particular type of, like, <laughs> that particular type of death, like, being crushed by something or, like, squished by, like, a blunt object. Yeah. Is, like, that makes me, like, deeply uncomfortable. It's one yeah. of those things where, like, for some reason, I just have this, like, visceral reaction to it where i'm like boy that would be like the worst way like more so than being buried alive or something yeah yeah it's just one of those things where like there's something visceral uh, there's something visceral about it that i'm just like oh that's no that's the worst i feel like if it's an elevator it's probably fairly quick at least it wasn't in the game but it it was there's a whole multi-frame animation of them trying to like push against the ceiling and stop it no no no. i know i know i'm saying i was just talking about normal elevator in elevator action it does not feel that way (laughs) yeah it feels bad i mean like it's different when uh, I i guess it's different when it's fast too True. Like, so if you get like smashed by a thwomp in Mario, it's like, whatever, that was, you know. Yeah, that was actually probably, uh, as far as, you know, dying goes, it might not be that terrible. Right. For you. Because <laughs> it's just this instant, like, Psh! it's probably miserable for everybody else the, <laughs> around the you. The slow moving, like, the, oh, yeah, the, slowly the getting slow crushed moving, has to like, be one of slowly the worst just ideas. getting, like, flattened out is like, oh, God, that seems like it would be the worst thing. Imagine. Yeah, I mean, it'd be like being buried alive. Like, it's that kind of super slow, alt, extremely painful. You're you're aware of every single moment yep. of this until you're gone. Yep, it's it's just, let's just panic. Thanks, elevator action. Yeah, thanks for that. I, I liked, I appreciated that part. Um, <laughs> overall, like, it, it's very weird having the experience of having, of playing an arcade game at home. Because it's, yeah, it's so that's, just, a, it's that's... a different... It's a, it's a whole different uh, experience. That's actually why I stopped playing it. Cause I was like, man, 
I actually think this game is really cool, and I think I would have a lot of fun playing it with somebody else, but playing it by myself, well, that's, I also really like playing, okay, so earlier in the week, we had talked about multiplayer games, right, like, yeah. like beat-em-ups and things like mm -hmm. that, and you were kind of like, no, to be honest, I'm happier playing most things by myself, Yeah. Uh, and I was the, I'm the exact opposite, where right. when it comes to beat-em-ups or games like this, if I could play this with somebody, I would have a lot of fun, I think, mm -hmm. uh, but playing it by myself is kind of so-so, um, and if I was playing it in the arcade, it would change how I feel about it, too, just because sure. that's the setting of the, the environment. So taking both away from me was like, yeah, this is this is definitely not something I want to spend my time doing, which is, I guess, silly to say since it is actually 30 minutes. But I just really was like, nah, I, I get the gist of it. Mm -hmm. um, I do. But I wonder about how different the Saturn version is. I'm going to, okay, so just a little bit that I've read about it, it's apparently a very faithful recreation of the arcade. Okay. This was this was an era where you could basically just make a home console game that was just a direct port of an arcade game, and that was yeah. acceptable. Yeah, yep. Um, it even apparently even was if in, that game was only 10 minutes long. So I guess it was, I, I didn't, there's a Taito Legends that was released. Mm, yeah that i never bought or played or anything but i guess it's part of that that was on the ps2 and um the original xbox so it, we actually could have played this on the on the ps2 also okay i didn't know that i just i was just looking at it right now i mean i assume oh. it's just yeah it's just the same it's just a port of the same game yes it's a i believe it's a port hold on let me see what it said um i i think it's a port of it might be even a port of the saturn version which is a port of the arcade version i'm not entirely sure but yeah yeah that makes more sense rather than it be a the arcade version ported because like a lot of the stuff that's a lot of the stuff that is ported from uh a lot of the stuff that's ported out of the arcade version like the ability to get infinite lives with coins mm -hmm. is stuff that kind of has to carry over between every console version so i imagine <laughs> that probably makes more sense yeah and um, i think i imagine the game when it came out, let's just, although we played the arcade game, talking about the Saturn game, I, I feel like it just, it just happened to be on the system that nobody cared about at a time where people were sort of way more interested in what could be done beyond just an arcade style game. True. Yeah, it was definitely like, that was definitely at a time when the, the focus was shifting away from simple arcade games into like more cinematic, more experience oriented yeah, because, like, the Saturn one, I want to say, came out in, like, 96 or 97. So we're talking about, you know, we're getting on the, we're on the edge of, like, Zelda and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, Ocarina of Time right, right. type gameplay that people are interested in or, or, you know, huge, even even not necessarily, like, Final Fantasy, the big, you know, the Final Fantasy VII, the, the one that everybody remembers just because it was what it was. Right. Um, but even The jump just, between those two generations was probably the most significant we've seen. Right. And, and so I think I think it's if you were to look at old reviews, I imagine they're all kind of like, yeah, it's fine, but it's old or it's it's. Yeah, it missed the mark or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I had fun. I, I did have fun. And I, I if I like I said, I would actually like the next time we hang out, if you were like, hey, do you want to play elevator action returns? I'd be like, sure. <laughs> I wouldn't. It no, wasn't. I know, it I wasn't. You wouldn't. <laughs> It wasn't good enough where I'm going to like, I'm going to throw this out at people and be like, oh man, you got to try this game. It's a very, it's a very passable, um, it's a very passable entry in a very dated, <laughs> a very dated genre. It's, you know, I, 
Contra with elevators really does get it. Yeah. And it, yeah, that's what it feels like. That's what it plays like. That's, yeah, that's honestly fair. kind that's of what, what it is. looks like. Um, and it's, it's good. I had fun with it, but it's, it's not special. It's definitely not a, it's definitely not a must play. No, this is a, in fact, the, the game is so kind of just basic at what it is that dedicating a whole podcast to it is almost comical. <laughs> yeah. I mean, realistically, like one of the reasons you brought it up in the first place is because it's short. Yes. Yeah. And fairly I, well, straightforward. And it's at a time when like, I'm kind of buried and stuff right now. And we have a lot of like, we got a lot of long plays going at the moment. So it's kind of like difficult to get, it's kind of difficult to, to like get a game into, to podcast on. So you're like, this one's easy. And I'm if like, that was, sounds good. If it was just short, or I mean, if it was a game can be more than just short, well, right. it can be short and special. Whereas this is pretty much short and you've probably played this before, even though you haven't. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know what I mean? Like, if yeah, you've yeah, played, yeah. You've de- if you've not played this game, you've played a game that's basically this game. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's, I guess, where I was coming from, where it's like, yeah, yeah we, we, we have a podcast about this game and we have no connection to it. It's not like a game that we are like, oh, man, remember this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's absolutely like a, you know, there's no nostalgia in this. This is we literally just this... a like, hey, here's a weird thing that happened. Like, it's it's still weird to me that they actually bothered to try to make this into like a franchise. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like elevator action is not a game that I would have thought needed a sequel. It's just a silly little arcade game from the eighties, but they, you know, they it gave really it the popular, gritty nineties reboot. Yeah. And yeah, trying to make it into a, and try to make it into a thing. And honestly, like wouldn't have been crazy, super surprised if they'd made it into a thing. Like <laughs> if there had been an L, if there had been an elevator action three, I would have been like, okay, but yeah. I think ultimately, like, I think ultimately there's just not enough there. Like the the concept of like of like vertical platforms that you go up and down on elevators and you do like, you know, you do basically like 2D cover shooting. That's mm-hmm. the whole game. And that's what the whole game is for six uh, for six stages. There are differences between them. The you know, there's some there's some complexity in in the stages. But ultimately, the ele- the go up and down elevators and across platforms theme is just that's all the game is that is the experience that is the whole experience and it's not bad it's just you know it's just there and honestly i think (laughs) when you said when you said earlier like would it benefit from more elevators like if you want to interpret that as would the game have benefited from there being more game from it being longer i definitively say no oh definitely not like it's a very short game that is it does not need to be any longer than that. Yeah. In fact, is, I would argue it, the it could have it even right been length. like a stage shorter. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> especially, especially for being a, uh, for being a, an arcade game. Like you don't expect those to be five hour games in the first place. They're not supposed to be. They can't be. Right. Yeah. That, that, that would be really, really bad business. But uh, even, even with as short as it is, it's like, I still got a feeling that it was like overstaying its welcome mm-hmm. just because there was not very much variation. It does do a decent job of ramping up the difficulty in the later stages okay. in a way that feels fair. Well, that's nice actually. Um, I mean, you know, coming off, coming off of Bob, I think I would have probably said that about anything, but the, fair. 
the the Bomb. difficulty curve is um is satisfying and fair and and i'm I'm good with that cool. so i I think it was a generally positive experience, but it's a um you know if we're if we're going on the if we're going on the uh the categories that we established for the ranking podcast last year, this is squarely pretty good one time <laughs> yeah oh yeah this that's that's especially i feel like that's doubly true um at home and then twice over playing it like just playing it by yourself when you could there's like a lot of there's way better experiences to be yeah had yeah absolutely if you're playing a solo game this is this is not at all a uh this is not at all a must play yeah this is a this is a fun experience if you feel like having something that's specifically this and it's you know i think it's interesting that they that they made elevator action into this this you know weird swat game but <laughs> it's it's far far from uh required playing you know bringing up the rating system um oh i have nothing else to say about elevator action neither do i okay bringing up the rating system i'm really excited now because f- <laughs> i didn't mention it last week but I would feel guilty trying to pretend that Knights was my, like, that was the Knights tier of game, right? Oh, that's absolutely the Bob tier now. But now it's, no, no. it Bob is its own thing. Knights tier still exists, because I feel like Knights tier actually just encapsulates a game that's supposed to be good based on, pub, like, popular opinion, but I just don't get it. I okay. feel like that's where Knights tier is going to belong for me now, where that's that's, like, its own kind of unique thing, but Bob... I would it would it would Bob is the I, it, no redeeming qualities tier. It pains me to say this, but it just wouldn't be fair to Knights. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know it's gonna be it's gonna be fun doing the um it's gonna be fun doing the, the tier list this year because um last year we started the podcast in June, so we only had half a year of games to go through. Yeah, yeah, this double, year, double the stuff. Yeah, this year we've got a whole we've got a whole year of a uh, whole year slate slate of games to go through. Yeah, I can't wait to see how many. <laughs> yeah, it will, it will. My favorite will be going through the list and be like, "God, we played that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or God, Dean played that. <laughs> yeah, apparently in many cases. <laughs> hey, hey, there's no contract for this podcast. There's, it's true. I established early on that if you don't feel like playing, if you don't feel like playing something that's on the schedule, you don't have to. We can absolutely do one or the other. <laughs> I haven't played all the games either. You keep I mean, telling yourself when, that. When we did, <laughs> when we did nights, I had played it before, so I did like one stage just to remember. Hey, that's about how much I played. <laughs> well, yeah, but I had played it before, so that's a little <laughs> bit different. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, it's fine. I give you a hard time about it. I give you a hard time about this one because it's so short. It didn't feel like it would have been that big of a it deal wouldn't. to just like keep going for another 20 minutes. <laughs> it definitely wouldn't. But I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to do something else. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, you know what? You you know, if if what you did with that time was play Atelier, then then I, it's fair. I can't, I can't I can't fault that. That is a better single player experience to have. <laughs> All right, so um, do we know, do we think what we thought we were playing is what we're going to be playing Nope. next week? Well, um, maybe. D- is it, 
if you're asking if one of the requests no no request is going is to not be ready next week yet. the answer is no yeah so we have um, another we have another secret surprise for everybody next week that yeah this won't... is way like i don't think it's going to be worse i think it's going to be pretty i like i'm i have middling expectations for it because it sounds really interesting but the reviews aren't good i feel like this was going the highlight of this the secret game next week will be the <laughs> however the story plays out yeah i think that's probably i think that's probably the case because i think it's going to be extremely dumb i fun. agree with that <laughs> but but dumb in a in a in a uh like 80s 90s anime in an endearing way yeah like yeah like i i'm a big fan of using dumb for something that is like over the top silly but in an enjoyable way so that I can so that I can say like, ha, that's dumb. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't actually mean I guess that's true. I don't usually use dumb to mean what it means. Yeah. <laughs> because why use the words the way that you're supposed to? No, I I language is language is a malleable thing and you can you can make it whatever you want it to be. <laughs> yeah. And I am a big fan of using dumb as a compliment, and I mean that here. That's that that's my hope for next week's podcast game. Yes. Agreed. Uh, I think that's that's, 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 that's music. Go.
Thank you.